All right, what is going on, you guys? Emergency press conference in the house right here. This is uh, a down to the wire Fumble Rooski podcast and Pesky Poll podcast special. I'm Brian Casa. I'm Tyler Tucker. I'm Adam Wright. I'm CJ Medeiros. I am Robert Shelley. All right, guys, we got a packed house in here for you guys. And obviously, the giant elephant in the room just broke uh, basically a couple minutes ago. Uh, Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, uh, just announced his retirement today. Uh, we had, I mean, there were some rumblings yesterday that this was going to be coming out. And we wanted to get an, we wanted to get an episode out to you guys as soon as possible. So obviously, we have, it's kind of all hands on deck right now. Adam, I'll pass it off to you. Uh, let's, uh, you kind of have some, uh, some kind of talking points that we can get into, uh, you know, what are your initial thoughts so far, man? All right. So yeah, Tom Brady has officially retired from the NFL. It's a sad day for Patriots fans and Buccaneers fans alike. Uh, and we welcome you to this special episode in a collaboration of the fumble Ruski podcast with down to the wire and pesky pole podcast. I'm Adam Wright in a crowded room of Brian Costu, Robert Shelley, CJ Medeiros, Tyler Tucker. But I do, I do have a few things I wanted to jot down because I just wanted a little bit of some order uh, in, this, uh, in this emergency show, if you will. But uh, what, are, what is everybody's initial thoughts? I just want to get everyone's thoughts yeah. uh, on what is going on here, just in the direct aftermath. All right. Well, Adam, you, you started it up. I, I pass it off to you. So uh, you just go and give yours. All right. So you want, you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so part of me is wonder is still in denial that this, that this happened. And I'm thinking if it's not, I want to hear it from him, like mm. specifically. Yeah. I know it was from Adam Schefter and you know, he's like, he's like the Adrian Wojnarowski of the NFL. You know, if you, if you, if it ain't Woj, then, um, and if, and if it's Schefter, but uh, I don't know. And part of me also wonders if he's going to stay in retirement, if he yeah. might, you know, there was a quote from, from Tom Brady earlier on uh, uh, earlier on in the season where uh, he was in an inter interview and he was saying how winning for him feels more like uh, it feels more like a set uh, something where he it's just, he's satisfied. If you want, I forgot the exact quote, um, but he's, he basically said that like, you know, he does. He never wants to turn on the TV and watch watch some some uh, watch the the new generation play and think, man, I could play better than these guys. And sort of just he it that he says he said that would kill him. And I wonder if he's yeah. going if in a couple of years he's going to do that and he's going to say, man, I want to come back. And to add on to that, he is under contract for the Buccaneers for a few years technically, so it yeah, is no, a possibility. So yeah, so he is technically under contract. Uh, this was obviously crazy breaking news when I saw it. It was uh, there were rumblings starting last night by uh, Jason Lockenfora. He was he's over at CBS Sports HQ. Uh, came on, did a breaking report there, and really there was no kind of other. Uh, there was real no other news that I saw really coming out about it. I put out a post about it last night, and I know that. Uh, you, Adam, you, Rob, uh, commented on it. You, you said, there's no way. I got to wait for the bigger guys to get involved. And obviously, Schefter and Darlington just did come out. And that kind of is the official, like, like you know, usually the stamp of approval that this is legitimate. So I'm obviously very saddened by it, but it's in, it's crazy news to see how it's all coming about right now. There's uh, still so much to, you know, kind of unpack. Uh, from what I'm seeing right now, uh, another big 
part of this as well is that Tom Brady is going to uh, reportedly try to sign a one-day uh, one-day contract to retire as a Patriot. Uh, apparently, this was something that he always had in his mind when he decided to leave New England. This was always a part of his plan. Uh, that's going to be a little bit difficult here because technically he is under contract. Uh, like like Adam said, he's under contract for the next couple of years. So if the Bucks were to release him, I think he would. I think it would be like thirty million on the cap. I don't know if he can just essentially you know, kind of just like by retiring, he can essentially like walk out of that contract, but uh, it's going to be interesting. I, I don't think you can essentially trade him back to new England, but there's, I, they're probably going to try to have to do some sort of a workaround so he can, you know, get back and do a formal retirement like that. Uh, obviously there's still a lot more to come in the coming days. Uh, and it really just, it, it's, it's shocking to me, Rob. Okay, first of all, I just got to stay for my basketball podcast fans. Sorry you haven't heard my voice in a while with the lockout. There has been absolutely zero news, which is killed. But we're going to switch it over to the NFL for a little bit for this emergency podcast that I had to hop in on. Now, first things first, all right, for Buccaneers fans, y'all know that meme where it goes, oh, no, we suck again. <laughs> That's, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Welcome I mean, back. Just. Yeah, welcome back to misery. All right, no, not even misery. Welcome back to re- welcome back to reality. Welcome yes. back to reality. Kyle Trask is your new QB. Uh, Chris Godwin's not going to sign back. Mike Evans is going to be traded. Um, Gronk's going to retire. That, I mean, um, on the def- on the defensive side, there's one guy who I'm forgetting is a free agent. Jason Pierre-Paul. JPP. Um, Carlton Davis. Was it Levante David or? I know I, I mean, Sue might be too. Yeah. So Sue is he, as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and Godwin that and Fournette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but, there's a lot of things still up in the air there. They're not. They're not going to be able to do what they did after Super Bowl uh, 55 and get and get all their starters back, especially with you know the most important guy in that field, Brady being gone. They're not going to be able to get all 22 of those guys back. But Rob, you make a good point with Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski really only came out of retirement because Brady had a new Brady. had yeah. an, he had a new opportunity. I mean he. There were I, I talked with uh, Pat Edwards, I, 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 Rob, Rob Tyler, and Adam. You know him. Uh, I, ta- I talked with him. I talked with him just earlier this week on this, and he ended up basically saying that you know Rob Gronkowski was going to get traded to the Detroit Lions and basically threatened to retire if he did so. And then he he after Super Bowl Fifty Three, he announced a formal retirement, saying, "Oh, it's my health. I got to get out for th- these reasons." And then as soon as Brady got out of, out of town. He said, all right, you know what? I'm back. And they sent and Gronk went to the Bucks, I think, for like a fourth round draft pick or so. So he was down there. And from what I can tell, he's basically just going. I mean, I think he's pretty much, you know, kind of a, kind of a made deal with Brady. I don't I think with Brady gone, you have to assume Rob Gronkowski's gone as well. I know he was a free agent after last season, technically. And and there were people saying, oh, he might go to the Dolphins. He might try to do stuff like that. I don't see that happening. I think Rob Gronkowski is also uh he'll he'll probably announce a retirement maybe in the next month or so uh, but i could see that very well coming out as well tyler what are your thoughts man i'm just i'm in shock and awe right now i mean i was on facetime with a friend of mine and he just he just said yo i i think tom brady's retiring and i was like yeah who's your source and then he, he <laughs> said adam schefter and i was like oh no but um, it's a it's a sad day for football fans everywhere. You know, I'm I'm a Vikings fan, but you know that New England spirit. I've always I've always rooted for Tom Brady. I always loved him. Um, I totally agree with uh, Rob's point. Bucks are gonna suck now. Uh, it's just welcome back to the real world. Um, but 
what an incredible career. What a what a great story. I think everybody thought the storybook ending was going to happen. You know, the Super Bowl right away in the sunset. Go to Disney. Shout out to the sponsors and be set for the rest of your life. But you didn't really get that. But it was still a great run nonetheless. Absolutely. I mean, Tyler, I know you are technically a Vikings fan, but I, but I do know from your personal, uh, from personal experience, you do have that Brady poster hanging in, in your room. It's the same one I have hanging in mine. So I know, yep. I know you, I know you are a Brady fan at heart, which I do appreciate. Uh, it's all great to hear. Uh, CJ, uh, you're the last man who hasn't uh, chimed in yet to this point. What are your thoughts, man? Uh, as a Pats fan and a Brady fan, it hurt. I don't know about the rest of you. And maybe I'm showing my age a bit here, but uh, Tom Brady has literally been playing longer than I've been alive. Yeah. As it sits, I have never known an NFL without Tom Brady. Yeah. And it's a reality I'm not too sure that I want to embrace, frankly. Mm -hmm. And I really don't hold any ill will from going to Tampa or for Gronk for that matter. I'm happy with him. It's the end of an era. Undisputably, he's the GOAT. He is the greatest to ever do it. He's got more rings than he franchises, the most passing yards, most passing touchdowns ever, 15-time Pro Bowler, three-time MVP, six-time All-Pro, and most career wins. This guy is an absolute legend. And and I just can't wait for him to sign that one-day contract and retire. Mm -hmm. And while this may seem like the end of an era, all kumbayas, if you're a Bucks fan, it's over you're not going to get those good players on cheap deals. They want to play with Brady. You have no appeal now without Tom Brady. Yeah. I, and I, uh, I, Wait, hold on. I just oh, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. And your quarterback now, you know who's next on the depth chart? Kyle Trask. Oh, boy. And <laughs> I don't know if you watch Kyle Trask at college, but to this day, until I see otherwise, I remain adamant that he should not have been a second-round pick. Hell no. Hell no. no. Yeah, no. ain't that right, Robert? Yeah. And that Florida fans stand up. <laughs> and I just I'm happy for Brady, but I don't know. Tampa really has no appeal now. They're not gonna be able to afford Chris Godwin. They're probably gonna lose Carlton Davis and Jason Pierre Paul. And Adam knows because you know I was, you know, Adam and I have the Fumbrewski podcast. And I'm going to say to the Bucks fans, what I said to the Packers fans when the uh, Packers lost, you're staring to the abyss right now. Your great one's gone. Jump. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jump in. Just jump. I, I, here's the thing. I definitely think that I definitely think that the Bucks could be on the precipice of the abyss, similar to the Green Bay Packers. I think that they could be in trouble. But with, with this Brady retirement happening, and I know this is going to be a very, a very Brady-centric episode, but – but uh, CJ, you just made a great point about, about the Packers staring into the abyss because your guy's going to be gone. With Brady now being gone, does Tampa just say, all right, screw it. We need to go all in. And do you make a trade possibly for Aaron Rodgers? Can hmm. I well, can well. I jump in real quick uh, in that we are so, we're actually transitioning very smoothly into my next talking point that I had, which is what is next for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? And can I also follow up with adding adding in uh, in the direct aftermath there of, uh, of this retirement, there have been rumors flowing around. Not sure how much credibility they have. And I know, Robert, you do not like this guy, but there is a possibility oh, no, of the Buccaneers no. trading for quarterback Carson Wentz. 
So what, how, what do we think about that? And that's a that's a nightmare. <laughs> to go from Tom Brady to Carson Wentz. I mean, honestly, at that point, I would just I would just sell the team at that point. Oh my Why God. would you terrible. do that? Tom Brady's yeah. the poster boy for durability, and now you're going to get the poster boy for glass bones. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> literally. It's almost equivalent to going out and talking to the Bills and saying, yo, that's our biscuit guy. I like it. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, let's, let's go get him. <laughs> like, this, why? That, that's it. Honestly, that is a terrible idea. It's and- better than Carson Wentz. Or, sorry, it's better than Kyle Trask. Oh yeah, no, well, that well, I think, well, I think, I, I think, I mean, I don't know, I, I got, I can find my football summer. Maybe I, I, I might be better than Kyle Trask at this no. point. No, <laughs> and, let me, let me just and, say, um, I, yeah, go Adam. No, go. And could I, could I add on? Um, I, I know I'm not, so I'm not a huge fan, fan of Carson Wentz, just as Robert is, and everybody else, pretty much on this call. But yeah. I mean, he ha- he does have a track record of being a decent quarterback. Uh, especially with the roster that the Colts had around them. They only had one legitimate pass catcher in uh, Michael Pittman. Now they, now you upgrade in uh, now you upgrade from there and Mike Evans as your top guy with, uh, with uh, Cameron Brait, uh, Scotty Miller, uh, Cyril Grayson, all those players, those that's much better pass catching corpse than, uh, than what they had much better. Do you think it's a much better defense? It's about it's about the it's same. A, I would it's, say it's, 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 it's slightly worse. But they slightly. Would, they would they would still be a playoff team if they brought in Carson Wentz. I do believe that. Yeah, I I, okay. I think they could be a playoff team. I don't think they're going to be anywhere close. They'll probably be you know struggling to make a play in, or you know probably they'll be battling down to the final week of the season rather than you know winning the division and kind of you know coasting in at at, at certain points. I think that's going to probably be more of more of their uh, situation. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I the it would intrigue me to see. I mean, the Buccaneers uh, since 2002, when they went out and won the Super Bowl, you know, were kind of the laughing stock of the league. I know everyone looks at the Cleveland Browns and everyone looks at the Detroit Lions. The Tampa Bay Bucks are right in that camp. So I think. So I mean, I, I don't know about you, but if I was the if I was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I know that my fan base, you know, and, and I know this is a, an extremely short window, and I and I have to seize every opportunity because we are a smaller market team. I would send the world to Green Bay and get Aaron Rodgers because what I think he's like what 38, 39 or something at this point, maybe 37. I don't know. He's in his late 30s. Brady got there when he was 43. Possibly, if you had the possibility to bring in Aaron Rodgers and get him there for maybe four, five, six seasons, even that's a win. That would be an absolute win, and that and that would just be the best possible way to extend this thing. Maybe you get him for there him there for even just two or three years. I'd still see that as an absolute win because it, if if it comes down to you having to go with you know Kyle Trask, which they won't go with Kyle Trask, they'll find somebody else. But if it comes down to you, I, I even like a Derek Carr or like a Carson Wentz, I like I, I don't think that I don't think that the Bucks that the Bucks can handle that. I I think that you have to strike while the iron is hot, and if that if that kind of leads to you looking a little bit desperate, so be it. All right. So I got I got two things to say real quick. All right. First of all, one thing that we're completely overlooking, um, Matthew Stafford, right? Mm. He is jumping for joy right now because not only oh my is he God. still miraculous in the playoffs, he ended Tom Brady's career with yeah. one beautiful throw. Okay. <laughs> Second off, if you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now, you have that was two the roads. Buccaneers' fault. It was, but you have two roads that you could go down right now. Yes. You can either. And I'm sorry, you're going to have to put an E um, on your Spotify links, Adam and Brian. I don't care. You either got to sell I, the shit. All right. <laughs> you got to sell everything. 
All right, you just need to say, oh, no, we suck again. All right, top five pick next year or two years from now, whatever you want to call it. Let's just go with it. Or you go all in. You push all the poker chips forward. You go over to Green Bay. You let Chris Godwin walk. And you say, I will give you a Ricky Williams-esque type trade. I'll give you every pick you've ever wanted for Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Well, Devontae's a free agent. Devontae yeah, is a free agent. Sign, kind of sign and trade kind of thing. Yeah. So you could do that. And honestly, I, I like, here's the thing. I mean, I, I'm not the biggest fan of tanking. So I, I can understand it when certain teams, you know, like I, th- I look at the Philadelphia 76ers before they started their tank. Like they were, you know, m- middling around. They were struggling to maybe get to the playoffs at certain times. And they said, you know what? We're just going to blow it up. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a year removed from a Super Bowl and just played and just, you know, had a hell of a comeback against the, against the Los Angeles Rams. Beautiful if game. I'm them, if I'm them, that I, I know eventually we are going to have to blow it up and rebuild again. So why not just try to stretch this thing out as long as possible? If it goes down in flames, fine. Yeah, the, they still the ship have the was roster already, around them. The yeah. ship was already burning. It, it's it's already burning. Might as well made as might as well try to go out go out, you know, in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Tyler and uh, CJ, what are you thinking? Do they do they buy? Do they just go all in and try and go Aaron Rodgers? By the way, um, Aaron Rodgers and maybe even Devontae Adams come home to Denver. All right, Colorado's where it's at. Okay. But you're a you're a fake Denver resident. <laughs> shut up. I've I've been in Denver for five months now. Damn it! Oh, I'm close shut up. enough to oh, where it is. But it's off. Tyler and CJ, do we buy or do we sell and just jump off this flaming ship? Uh, Tyler, you mind if I go first? Go for it. Go for it. All right. Something I'd like to say. It's not even whether or not they want Rodgers. It's can they get him. The Bucks oh, cap situation is not particularly rosy. And I don't know if you saw the reports, but Devontae Adams at minimum wants $30 million a season. Plain and simple, they can't afford both. And per Tony Pauline, Aaron Rodgers has told people that he wants, you know, Adams with him wherever he plays. They're basically like a package deal. Mm-hmm. Tampa can't afford that. And, you know, if you're Tampa, you almost have to sell because no matter what, you're going to be stuck paying those phantom years on Brady's contract, just like New England did. And and you're probably and Godwin's going to price himself out. Carlton Davis probably going to price himself out. And your best hope is probably going through the draft. And maybe you extend it. Maybe you don't. So the way I look at it is first. I think they're going to have to be sellers. They're probably going to have to tank. I know they don't want to, but I personally don't think they're going to have a choice. But here's the kicker. Now is as good a time as any for Bruce Arians to prove himself. I believe Adam knows where I stand on this, but for those who don't know, I won't say it loud and clear. I do not buy the Bruce Arians as an offensive guru and a quarterback whisperer hype. I don't believe it. And here's why. Yep. He has only worked with established quarterbacks, Ben Roethlisberger, Andrew Luck, Carson Palmer, Tom Brady. And the only reclamation project he had was Jameis Winston, you know, and then Jameis became ESPN and went 30 for 30. <laughs> yeah. And to so, follow that up. Wait, hold up, Adam. Can I just yep. say one more thing? Got you. So Bruce, now's your time to live up to the legacy prove that it wasn't Brady wearing the pants because you know we all know it was let's be honest mm. but like I like I said I've never bought to Arians being this wonderful quarterback whisperer let's see if he really is if he is I'll be happy to say I was wrong 
but I highly doubt it. Let's see how you face real adversity. Yeah. And to follow that up, uh, it's yeah, he's worked with all established quarterbacks and those are all quarterback. Those are the only quarterbacks who have succeeded under Arians, all quarterbacks who have already succeeded before. And exactly. all he all basically all he did was just open the playbook and say, let you let him throw, let him let him fly. Let uh, let Tom Brady fly after playing dink and dunk for the past five years under Bill Belichick. Let Carson Palmer throw it all over the place. Ben Roethlisberger, all players like that. Uh, but to, to follow up uh, on the uh, on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So like what's next on them for them? Should they buy or sell? It's not about what they should be doing. It's what they might actually end up being end up doing. Because in the in the uh, right after the season ended, right after the game, Bruce Arians, when asked about rebuilding, he said more like reloading. So it it seems like he wants to do a little bit of a bridge transition and try to get try to um not not so much tear everything down, but try to in a maybe in a couple of years build this team up and find the find the uh, find the opportunity to get. Uh, that elite quarterback back because obviously you lost your guy in Tom Brady, try to find the uh, maybe a free agent in a trade or uh, through the draft, some, some way, somehow, but retain some sort of a roster and which might, which will lead to uh, later on in this show where I want to talk about Brady possibly coming out of retirement. Cause I it's, I'm still, ha- I, I am still having trouble accepting it, but, and I might, j- maybe I'm just shell shocked. But at the same time, I, I mean, I can't rule it out. I just can't. Yeah. I, I, what do you, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you, uh, CJ, you're totally right. Uh, Green Bay is going to want a King's ransom for Adams and Rogers. I mean, it, it's going to be impossible to get them, but if <laughs> I, I like them there, but as much as I hate Aaron Rodgers, but that's besides the point. Um, but I think if you're the bucks, I mean, I'm calling every team in the league and I'm seeing what I can get and for how much, I mean, let's not forget. There's a guy yeah. in Seattle that's looking to get out. I mean, we, he's going to Washington, but okay. Maybe, maybe, um, you know, Derek Carr is another guy. I mean, he could just go in there and be solid. You know, you give him those weapons. Derek Carr really, I mean, you look at it, talk about not great receiving core. I mean, he's got Deshaun Jackson, Hunter Renfro, solid third down slot guy, but like he's not, he's not a big time guy like a Godwin or an Evans. So don't forget I'm, Watson too. Yeah. Yeah. Watson, oh, exactly. God. You know, that's a risk if they're willing to take it. But yeah. I, I really think, you know, Try as hard as you can to find someone that you know you could just put in and they will be good enough and then go from there. Yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely going to be kind of a tried and true uh, process. They're going to have to go through a lot. I think that if, if I'm Tampa, I'm just striking while the iron is hot and I'm just trying to see what I can get. I, I know I threw Derek Carr kind of aside, but I, I could very well see them trying to actually go after someone like him. I think he's he's established enough and being able to and you know being able to work with the certain types of guys that he's worked with. Maybe you can reload the team in a sort in the type of way where it doesn't necessarily have to be entirely carried by the quarterback. Maybe you can get a nice running piece to complement Leonard Fournette in that backfield and you know really establish really establish yourself in that sort of way. But I don't know. It's there's a lot of things going on. But Adam, I know you said you were kind of shell shocked about this. I am too. I'm trying to figure this out. But I guess if this is it for Tom Brady, I, I kind of want to ask you guys, what are your guys' you know, favorite memories of TB12? Uh, let me go first. Uh, well, before that, um, to comment on what CJ said, right? Bruce Arians, I'm, I'm making a hot prediction right now. Bruce Arians is going to prove it 
All right, and everyone's going to be comparing Kyle Trask to Matt Castle. He's not. Right. He's d- d- Bruce 11, Arians. Isn't eleven and six season for the Bucks next year. You know, Bruce Arians is improving shit. I'm sorry. He, he, <laughs> it's gonna. Bruce Arians is an ass clown. He's and Brady's the only reason that he has the success that he does. I'm sorry. That's, that's why tell he him. said he wants tell to him. reload because yeah. he he knows that he can't do it without without a bunch of weapons and bringing in a star quarterback. Yeah, yeah. it's great that he wants to reload. He can't. They don't have money. It's like <laughs> they could bring in Derek Carr. Yeah, I don't care if it's Cam Newton. They can't afford Derek Carr. They can't afford a quarterback that's probably going to need at minimum $15 million a season. They cannot afford it. You can reload in a couple of seasons. He's yeah. probably looking at next season pull, as more of a bridge Patriots. year, and then they do something the yeah. year the year after that. Yeah, pull in England. Yeah. Good. Just, I, just roll with Cam Newton, just trying to run around and pray and throw 29 picks next year. And then we'll see what happens. I, I, I think I'd actually, yeah. I think I'd, I think I'd rather go with Kyle Trask if I'm being honest with you. At least he's young. <laughs> at, at least, at least he's young. And you and you could say you're developing something with Cam Newton. There's nothing left to develop. No. And they, draft, there's an, and they drafted him in the second round. They better give him a chance. I mean, that's a high pick. Look, yeah. I, I will maintain well, they didn't that that was a else. waste of a second round pick. Kyle Trask, in fact, I have a friend who's like very into the draft, and he remains adamant Kyle Trask probably shouldn't have been drafted. There were so many other quarterbacks that were better than him last year, in my opinion. So uh, you think Kellen Mond in that draft? Yeah. Yeah. Kellen, Kellen Mond, Mond Davis Mills, I would all T- put over Kyle Tyler Trask. Knows, Tyler knows a lot about Kellen Mond. Uh-oh. Well, I would put Kellen Mond and Davis Mills over Kyle Trask. I really would. So yeah. you'd rather he not have even been drafted, not only the se- not be in the second round, but just go undrafted. I saw his skill set, and it's amazing how you look playing. What could how you make looking? Sorry, how you make how you make playing with Kyle Pitts and Kadarius Tony in college look difficult? Because he sure did. <laughs> Florida fans, you know I'm right. Yep. No. Um. But going back to what Costa said, favorite memory of Tom Brady. Uh, this is going to be a little bit cliche, but probably the 28 to three, right? Because I really, I've always been a football fan. Don't get me wrong. My whole life, right? Tom Brady got into the league when I was like two years old and my family's just all from New England. So I've been a diehard ride or die New England fan, right? I truly started to like grasp the sense of football around the age 13, 14. So around 2012, 2013 was able to see them beat the Seahawks in 2014 it's still a crazy game, but then the real Super Bowl that I got behind was the Falcons one, and I've never, I think that game took three years off my life, just stress-wise. All right, but that still remains my favorite memory, and just a symbol of, you know, no matter how hard it gets or how impossible it looks, right? Kevin Garnett said, anything's possible. Right, Adam? <laughs> Yes, which is why there's a possibility Tom Brady comes out of retirement. Hell no. My dude's 45. <laughs> his, right? wife his kids are almost in college. He wants some time with his kids. His wife will beat his ass if he comes back to the NFL. Ain't that the Take truth. two okay. years with his family, then come back. We ride at dawn. <laughs> we ride at dawn. <laughs> All right, Adam, what's your favorite memory? All right. So I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna go with two years prior to Robert's favorite memory, which was Super Bowl 49. Mm. Now, the year before that, I was watching that historic Broncos offense get dismantled from the Seahawks. And then that summer, the Patriots go and they signed Darrell Revis and, uh, and Brandon Browner. 
And we're saying, okay, we have ourselves a team. Rob Gronkowski's getting healthy. Julian Edelman's showing flashes. Uh, then Brandon LaFell comes out. I'm saying, I want to, I want that Seahawks defense in the Super Bowl. I want them. And I, I made my preseason prediction. I, w- I just got into football. I made my preseason prediction, Patriots Seahawks. Mm. And I was rooting for it to happen in the, in the conference championships too, which some of my, my family members weren't happy about because they're like, the Seahawks might beat us. And I said, no, we're beating them. We're beating them. And the Patriots, they dismantle the, the Colts. Uh, the, the Seahawks pulled off that miraculous comeback against Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, uh, the bad man who is actually bad in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> And then that game was just one of the most physical, amazing games I've ever seen. The comeback, the, um, the, the Malcolm Butler play at the end, and just watching Tom Brady pull off the, that 10-point that fourth-quarter comeback was just pure gold. And then overcoming the, cur- the, the Jermaine Curse circus catch, which happened in the same spot as the David Tyree catch a few years prior, and all of it, it was just amazing. And then um, I'm sure some of you who live in New England remember there was a snow day. There was a lot of snow out the day after, and we got a snow day. I got to just sit there and just enjoy that time. That's what really got me thinking. This guy, this man is special, Tom Brady. This guy is the greatest of all time, and we will never see anything like this guy ever again. That's my favorite memory, and it'll forever. I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. Yeah. Who wants it now? Uh, I will before they take mine. All right. Uh, for me, I would say the entire 2018-2019 season. Mm. Think about it. The Patriots were finished. Brady's rickety and old. Gronk's injured. The Miami miracle. Their defense is slow. The O-line's undisciplined. Josh Gordon had a relapse. Everything was going against them. They skidded into the playoffs. They're basically on fire. I mean, like literally like exploding on fire, not good on fire. And the Chargers we had to go up against, and they were hailed as like the most, one of the most complete teams, a dark horse Super Bowl contender. Maybe it's Phillip Rivers' last ride. And, and they went out. Brady wasn't great, but he did his thing. He was what we needed him to be, a leader. He went out and smacked around the Chargers. Then they proceed to walk into Arrowhead, take the Chiefs to overtime, and then beat them. And then, of course, there was a historic Travis Kelsey crying about overtime. Notice how he's not doing it now, but that's (laughs) neither here nor there. And then the Super Bowl, the Rams. I remember watching all the media hype before the Super Bowl, famous uh, jackass Kurt Warner said, oh, I'm a big believer in the circle of life. Uh, This dynasty is going to die at the hands of the Rams, just like how it was born, you know, against the Rams. And what happened? In a low-scoring Super Bowl, Brady, you know, rallied his men on that final drive with a beautiful lob to Gronk. Sony Michelle touched down. Oh, that that was just great because he wasn't the flashiest, but it just is leadership shined through and he gave us number six to which I could say, suck it, Kurt Warner. You were wrong. <laughs> uh, Tyler. Yeah, I could take this one. Um, 
I got to throw an honorable mention to one real quick. It's got to be Max Kellerman saying he's going to fall off a cliff and then just coming out and absolutely dogging the NFL. But um, I think my honest favorite Tom Brady moment was actually off the field. Um, it was really when he rug pulled the entire region of New England when he told everyone he was going to stay and then kind of just took off and went down there. And I, the really what what I was just like the, my absolute favorite part of it, him getting off the plane with Gronk in the background. We ain't going nowhere. That just has to be my favorite Tom Brady moment for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, cool. I I might I might have to try to get someone else in here to give their favorite Tom Brady moment, but uh, I, probably my favorite for sure. I mean, one of the underrated ones I think of is the uh, we're on Cincinnati game. That that's definitely one that I kind of think of because everyone was just saying. I remember after our loss to the Kansas City Chiefs in 2014, you know, 20, you know, that that season, people were saying, people were basically saying. Uh, you know, like there were, there were rumors going around saying, saying, Hey, do we trade Tom Brady to the Houston Texans? I think it was for Andre Johnson in a first round pick. And I, I was like, I remember just being like, what? Like, and, and like, there, there were people just saying like, what is happening? I have no idea what's going down. And it, there was a lot of things just kind of going around in the air. And I remember just going out and beating, beating Cincinnati like that, just beating their ass. And it was just an absolute, just amazing game to kind of go back and look at it was obviously a great thing to see there uh another game obviously uh cj kind of mentioned it uh i i'd say the kansas city game back in 2018 it for me that was the last game i know brady played an entire other season uh here in new england but that was pretty much the last season where he looks like a where he looks like tom brady the new england patriots that's the last time where he truly looked like himself in my opinion, in New England, obviously he went on to Tampa, did things there, but as a Patriot, that's where the last time where I watched Tom Brady and I was like, Oh, he's playing Tom Brady level football that, that, that season after in 2019, 2020, it really just didn't feel like him. It, it just felt, I, I honestly felt like, all right, he's going to go on to another team. He'll probably be able to do better with a little more talent, but I thought maybe the closest he would get would be a championship game and then really nothing else. But obviously he proved my expectations wrong. And that, that KC game, man, was just uh, a hell of a time for myself. All right, we Rob? got anything else to talk about? Yeah. Yeah, I got something. What else? And I've been talking about it a little bit. And I'm going to be honest, before I, look, before I looked at what Tony Romo said uh, about this, and I know I've been crazy about it all episode, I've been teasing it. Um, but the chances of Tom Brady uh, coming back uh, out of retirement and pulling a Jordan-esque type thing, think about it. Everything else Tom Brady has already proven. You know, he's already already won countless numbers of Super Bowls. He's uh, He's won stat records. He's won Super Bowl MVPs. You name it, he has it. Except one thing that Jordan was able to was able to accomplish was that which was that career which was that that there's that too which i think he wants to do by the way but but he was a but jordan comes back at a at a late age and he plays at a similarly high level and he that was kind of what that was kind of what cemented his status uh amongst many as one of the great player players uh of all time in any sport and i don't if know Tom, about that 
I don't know about that. I, I think Jordan's legacy was set in stone as the greatest before he became a wizard. That I, yeah. the wizard, no, no, the no, wizard, no, 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 he's the talking the first retirement. I'm talking about first retirement. Okay, I'm talking about first retirement. I think you were talking no about the cares. wizard's years. No one cares I, I, I about like, his wizard's career. All right, no, no yeah, one cares. Adam, before we even go on, right? He was right. He was basically forced out of the game the first time he retired. Then he came back. How do you know he was forced out? There's so many conspiracy theories. Adam, but yeah, there's gambling stuff like that. Adam, Rob, I know, I know you guys wanted to get something on, but I just want to make a quick phone call real quick. Uh, you guys obviously know John Warren, correct? Yep. So uh, we're thinking of favorite Tom Brady stories. I want to get him on because I think he has a really good one. Hey, John. Okay. Hey, what's going on? Hey, so you're actually on the uh, podcast right now, uh, boys. Can you hear him? Yep, we're good. Yeah. All right, perfect. So, John, th- they can't hear you right now, but we're doing a thing right now. And we were talking about our favorite Tom Brady stories. I know I'd have to think for one of yours, you you kind of have a very emotional one uh, with with one of your coaches. I've I figured in this situation, I I wanted you to possibly talk on that. Would you Would you be caring to Would you be willing to give your uh, your story on that? Yeah, of course. Um, so what's up, boys? And um, I guess my Tom Brady story is that. Uh, I had a late coach of uh, my high school football team, Coach Yancic, and uh, he unfortunately was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And during this time when he was going through it all, um, he loved Tom Brady, like always like talked about him like everyone else does, you know, around like any honestly New England school. And he came on and a couple of us friends decided we should reach out and like put it on Twitter. And I guess like we reached out to the Patriots organization. We reached out to Robert Kraft. We reached out to other people just talking about how we love Tom Brady and it would be great if he could send him a message or get him on a phone call so we could talk to him for a little bit as he was battling with this. And um, actually we ended up getting him on our phone call and he sent us a video, which uh, I might be able to send Brian later. Yeah. I can uh, pull it up on my phone. Yeah. But, yeah, no, he reached out to Coach Yancic. Um, we were all there with Coach, and we surprised him with the video of uh, Tom Brady pretty much uh, reaching out to him and just wanted to just pretty much say thanks, good luck in Gillette when we were playing. And, uh, yeah, no, it was really touching and really just showed that uh, what a great guy he was. Yeah. It was really uh, – personal too yeah because that 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 was the year you guys ended up making Gillette uh that was your junior season you guys ended up losing that year right so we ended up losing that season and then my coach he uh looked at me and he's like all right he's like it's all right we'll be there next year like no worries because I was injured so me and coach were on the sideline together just hanging out talking throughout the game um and then later after he passed and then the next season we kind of dedicated to him and we ended up uh, being lucky and fortunate enough to make it back and uh, win it this time for him. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm really glad I was able to get you on for that, John. I I we were doing it right now. I'm on I'm on with uh, Adam, uh, Robert, Tyler, and then uh, Adam's co-host CJ. So I'm glad I was able to get you on for that. Thank you, man. I'll 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 talk to you in a little bit. All right. All right. Sounds good, boys. Alrighty. Take care, John. See you, Peace. All right. Bye. So Bye. I I did want to get. I did want to get him on for that because I was thinking of Tom Brady stories and I know that that was a good one for John. So I'm glad I was able to get him on for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um, a great story. Going, yeah. going oh, yeah. back to what Adam was saying. 
Right. Coming back at an old age, he was 33 when he came back. That was not yeah. even yet prime. That was Hall of Fame career number two out of three for Tom Brady. All right, he's proven it all. Right, but all comparing... Tom Brady has to do now is twice a year do some sponsorships, do <laughs> another TED movie where they glorify how good his junk is, and he calls <laughs> it a life. Okay. All right. You when you compare, but comparing, uh, comparing sports, um, it, it's very often in the NFL where play where quarterbacks are able to to last into their late forty into their late thirties. And sometimes into their forties where you have Brett Favre and uh, uh, what's his name, Drew Brees. But in the, in the, when it comes to the NBA, yeah, we're seeing Michael Jordan right now, but you don't see it very often. Uh, it's very hard to be, to be, to be great. Uh, even in your mid thirties mm -hmm. as an NBA player. And he came back and he, he brought him to three championships, a three peat at age 33. So 33 through what is it? 37. Yeah. He was, was able through, to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like, if you're an NFL quarterback, that's like, that's like playing in your forties. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and for him to come it's, back, how, how impossible would that be? If he comes back like in his late forties, let's say like 46, 47. Yeah. And I then mean, takes somebody gives him a chance. He goes to another loaded roster, like the, uh, like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he goes and he, he plays just like he has been maybe wins an MVP. No, <laughs> that's not yeah. happening. I don't see Let, it listen. happening. Giselle won't let it happen. I don't think yeah. there's enough avocado toast for that, my man. No, there, there's, <laughs> <laughs> no there, there's really not. I mean, listen, I I think with Brady, he I, – I don't – from what I can tell, obviously when he got down to Tampa, he kind of uh, let his personality go a little bit more. He was able to, you know, show a little bit more of who he was. But I still think that Tom Brady, I don't think he's – Obviously, well, I think he's super competitive. I don't think he's going to be the type of guy that's going to try to, you know, come out and try to do a whole retirement tour and do all this stuff. I thought that he might have when he went to Tampa and that was going to be part of it. But uh, it, it, it is crazy to see him go out like this. Obviously, uh, we were watching that game against against the Rams. And I, I was like, and there were the rumors saying that Brady was noncommittal going into that game. And it was like, oh, shoot, like this might be for real. Because it, it was like Brady is never really given inklings of saying, oh, I'm done. Like, I'm this, I'm that. So for him to come out and basically say that, I, it, it was obviously shocking. And I was like, all right, if Brady's going out, he's he's going out uh, basically, you know, reliving some of his greats. Uh, he's basically turning back the clock, trying to do another 28 to three comeback. And it's like, oh, my God, it's it, it's crazy. So obviously I don't see him coming back. I think that this is probably going to be it. I I, I like the idea of him signing a one day contract with the Patriots. That usually is kind of the finishing touch on it when. Obviously, Brett Favre went out as a Packer, then came back and was a Jet, and then was a Viking. Tyler, I know that you, I know that you liked those days. Uh, <laughs> Don't even I get me started. I think we're ruling it out too quickly. I here's the thing, I, though. I'm not Brett... saying it's gonna happen or it's even likely. I'm just yeah. saying when I heard I, I that when I heard that quote earlier on in the season when he said he doesn't want to turn on the TV and see a quarterback and say I say I can play better than this guy. I think that's going to happen soon in like a couple of years oh, down the road. No, even yeah, next but, year like he's going to turn on the TV and he's going to see whoever the hell is the quarterback for the Colts and he's going to say, "Ah oh, Jesus Christ, I can yeah. play better than or this." Or he's going to see whoever the hell is the quarterback for the Buccaneers. He's going to look at Kyle Trask and be like, "What in the blue hell are they doing?" Yeah. I think I, Pat McAfee might be the quarterback of the Colts by then. <laughs> <laughs> honest to god but at the same time though while, while there is the case of, of him saying like 
you know, obviously he was saying he wanted to play till he sucked. He wanted to do all this. He wanted to do all that. There's a part of me too, where he kind of is just like, he might just be like, all right, I, I, you, we saw what happened to Peyton Manning in Denver in his last couple of years. He got the plantar fasciitis. He couldn't, you know, base, he basically couldn't walk anymore. And, you know, he, luckily he, he was able to go out a Super Bowl champion. He had that, he was able to have that glory, but you know, Peyton Manning was basically a non-factor for half of that season. And Brock Osweiler essentially got them in the position to even get close to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I think, I think Brady might just say, all right, I have a good shot at winning the MVP this year. Maybe the NFL office even called him and said, and said, Hey Tom, uh, just like in advance, because they'll do this with some guys sometimes when you're in contention for the, for the Super Bowl. Like uh, I think I think Matt Ryan, when he, the year he won it, uh, the NFL Honors is on the eve of the Super Bowl, and I think they I think he just called them and said, "Hey, I'm like this is kind of just stressing me out. Can you tell me whether I won or not? I really don't like I I, I it's not like gonna you know sway me either way, but just that way I don't have to think about this." And they said, "Yeah, you won." He was like, "All right, cool," and um, you know that didn't end up well for him, but but for. Brady, maybe he just called and said, Hey, did I win? And it's like, and maybe they said, yeah, you won the MVP. You're the best. You're the best in the league again this year. And he's like, all right, I'm going to do, I'm going to do what a lot of guys do. I'm going to try to pull a Calvin Johnson. I'm going to do whatever these guys do. And, you know, even though I'm 44, I'm going to go out on top. I'm not going to end up like Peyton Manning at the end where I, I, that, that might, that would, I, I think that might have influence. I was, I was leaning Rogers and I still think that he should be, within that conversation for it but maybe brady called and they ended up saying yeah man you're the mvp and he was like all right you know what drop the mic i'm leaving there's a very well i think there's a good chance that he could have done that as well there is i'm and yeah. I, I don't want to don't misinterpret what i'm saying for just being a conspiracy theorist and saying like <laughs> i want tom brady to come out i think he's going to come out of retirement i'm just using it saying it's a possibility yeah, I'm not I mean, trying to to bring like bring in like oh he's gonna play into his fifties and he's like some homer. All I'm saying is it, I wouldn't I wouldn't quite rule it out. Mm-hmm. All right, can I have one last question around the horn before we end the episode? Yeah, sure. Okay, in let's say four to five years time. All right, are we gonna see Tom Brady with the dad bod? Tyler, go first. Oof. Dad bought Brady. Is it going to happen? I don't, I don't think he'll let it. I, I ah. think he'll still be an animal about that stuff and just grind every day. I, I think he's still addicted to the pain. I, I think he's I think he's terrified of having a dad bought. There's no I, I, I think he, he remembers what he was like back back in his early days where he, I think he literally said he would just eat McDonald's, would eat burgers and do all that stuff. He doesn't want to go back to that. Like like there's no way in hell he wants to. What's your definition of dad bod though? Like, like being like, like he's, he's got the, he's got the beer belly. Like if he looks down, he can like almost see his toes. Yeah, because he's not exactly a model. Like you you look at it, he's not he already how much is kind of a, a skinny up. guy. Yeah. Are you are you looking for pictures of his body? I'm looking at his weight. I I'm, right. I mean again he's six four he's per- so I think he's like two hundred something pounds. Like 220, I think maybe we people already see him as an unathletic type. He's not exactly an athletic specimen. Uh, sorry, specimen. Mm-hmm. Mm. But let's let's be honest. Ben Ben Roethlisberger is only 241, so we're not that far away. Well, yeah, because exactly. he looks like an offensive lineman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most most of Ben Roethlisberger's weight is in his face, but we'll yeah. talk about that. Um, exactly. Oh, but I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking we're probably I don't see him. Yeah. Being like a James Harrison esque kind of guy, where he's got <laughs> he's got to live for the workout after he's done. Now I see him as you know what, 
it's time to relax. It's time to have fun with the kids. He might keep himself in a little bit of a shit for, like I said, some sponsorships, maybe a movie deal, something like that. But nah, I'm, I'm thinking in four to five years, he's weighing 265. <laughs> no. <laughs> not I, that honestly, much. I, I, 265. I really don't see Brady does not want to be like that again. Tom, Tom Brady's just strike me as a guy that would – does he stop working out as much? Yeah, I don't Too know. Too much probably. of a health nut. But mm-hmm. he's not gonna let himself get like two sixty five, maybe two forty, two thirty. But like, I don't. Brady's not gonna let himself get a dab on. I really don't, don't think that. Don't forget the avocado say, ice cream. Yeah, not just the all toast, say, but the ice cream too. <laughs> True. Is he? He's gonna. He's not gonna be able to fit to the tank tops like your boy is. All right. You know I look in the tank top. Hashtag stronger than Adam. You already know. I know pesky pole podcast fans can't see it because I only do the Spotify now, but I'm rocking the tank top. They can't I, see I, it because it's not there. I lift more than Adam, okay? You if, already know. Quit I playing. mean, if there are any pesky pole fans who are really interested, you can also watch this on mine and Adam's YouTube channels. But No, no. I, this is already I, I, on. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. but Some some I, other episodes, yeah. These guys got great content. This one, this one's all me. <laughs> all, right. all right. We'll have to see how that goes. But obviously, guys, a uh, crazy episode. I know it was on kind of a fly, so I was able, I'm glad we were all able to get in on this. Uh, Tyler, CJ, Adam, Rob, uh, really glad to get you guys all in. Uh, it has been an absolute madhouse, but I don't know. It's It seems that we are now uh, – Tyler, do you want to say what we're, what we're about to Well, do? look at the time. It looks like we're officially down to the wire. Yes, sir. We are now down to the wire with the Fumble Rooski podcast and the Pesky Pole podcast here. Obviously, the boys, it's been a heck of a time with you guys, uh, you know, all across the board. We were able to break down Tom Brady's retirement, what's going to be next for the Bucks, uh, our favorite memories of the guy, and whether he, whether this is the official uh, sign that he's going to stay in retirement. Obviously, a lot of things that went down in this episode today. But uh, we're gonna. We're, I'm definitely gonna have to cover this uh, a little bit more as it, as things start to develop. But obviously, congrats to Tom Brady on an amazing career, unequivocal first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, congrats, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, incredible. Uh, now, yeah. Any Before last we, things you guys want to say? All, all yeah. I know is I gotta say hashtag Dad Bod Tom and hashtag Tank Top Robert. That's it. Yeah, I think before we head off, obviously, uh, to follow Down to the Wire, go follow us on our Instagram at down.tothewire again on Inst- on Instagram, again at down.tothewire on Insta. Uh, you can follow the link in our bio to uh, Spotify everywhere, uh, YouTube, anywhere our socials are. Uh, you can always listen to us there. Adam, uh, I'll, I'll let you shut yourself out now. Certainly. But first, I would like to point out, Robert, you have some big talk for somebody who's posted how many episodes since like September? Hi, hi, hi. We've been in a lockout, okay? We've been in a lockout, all right? Don't all even right. Start use that me. as the excuse. And plus, all we right. had one episode that you and I recorded that got, um, what do you call it? It got bugged or it got corrupted. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, wow. there's that as well. But I uh, got... But uh, thank you for listening to us. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Also, be sure to follow our Instagram at FumbleRooski underscore podcast to keep up with our podcast and the latest coverage on the NFL. Otherwise, we will see you, well, probably in a few days. Not next yeah, probably week. in a few days. Uh, Rob, uh, I don't know if we'll see you in a few days. I know the lockout.